In today's message, Dean Yoder talks about honor. Honor gives a grace to live with all people. This is Awaken Online, a virtual library of the Sunday morning messages at Awaken Church in McMinnville, Oregon. I want to talk this morning for just a little bit about honor because because we are designed to rule and reign with Jesus. And uh, I'm going to start out with Scripture in Ephesians right now. And it's Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may turn out well for you, and that you may live long on the earth. And I know all the moms right now are going, get the kids back in here. Come on. He's talking about what we're supposed to do. Uh, But uh, Paul and Moses are talking to us right there as much as he's talking to the children. Uh, I say Paul and Moses. Paul Paul is quoting uh, the fifth commandment there to honor your father and mother. And I see a sequence in the passage that kind of goes like this. It says, I see obedience, honor, promise, and rule. So when I, mean, when I say rule, what I, what I mean is like, yes, we are going to rule and reign with Jesus, but a lot, about, a lot of ruling is about how we rule our own life, the rule of our own life. And so um, as we go through this kind of you know, briefly this morning, we're going to hit a little bit on honor, which will help us in how we rule our lives and how we rule and reign with Jesus right now. Because it, it, as, as it was then, like when the disciples thought Jesus was going to rule and reign and, and, and take dominion over everything, they thought it was going to happen right there and, and that the Romans were going to go away and he's going to conquer them and the Jews were going to be king of the world again. But that, that didn't happen, right? It didn't happen. So Jesus is, is more concerned about... Um, he wants, he, I believe he wants peace on earth, goodwill towards man. I, I, I totally believe that. And, and that's going to happen in the future. But there is this time where we get to rule our lives and we get to help rule with Jesus in the things that are important to him at this time. So in the beginning, in Genesis 1, 26 to 27, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our own likeness, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and over all the earth itself, and every creature that crawls upon it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So we can see some ruling that gets assigned in the very beginning, but something happens, right? There's a fall. Um, We go our own way. And in, in the fall, the assignment doesn't, doesn't necessarily change. We're still supposed to rule and reign in the earth, but we made it more difficult. In fact, we made it basically impossible because we've gone our own way. And when we went our own way, we chose darkness over light. Anytime we go away from the way of the Lord, we are entering into a dark direction. Like um, God is light and life. And anything other than that is, is darkness and death. And so when we, 
fell and we started wanting to go our own way, when our own way is away from Jesus, when our own way is away from the Lord, we are entering into a darkness. We are headed towards death. And, and so we really can't complete the assignment without something that's going to change. So Jesus made a way for that, right? We understand that that's why he, he died on the cross, not just for our sins, but he also died so that we can rule and reign with him. And Revelation 5.10 tells us that his work on the cross was to have made, so that you have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign upon the earth. Now, I want to emphasize, but like we, we, we see the rain on the earth. We see that, right? And we think, cool. But what, what it says right there, right before it, is to serve our God. And this scripture is really important because it provides humility for us. It recognizes our authority and how we use it and, and who gave it to us. It provides humility for us because serving when you are under the authority, serving when you are under authority is called obedience. Remember, children obey. So serving when you are under authority is called obedience. And serving when you are the authority is called honor. See, the key to ruling and reigning is serving God. And there's times where we just obey because we're under authority. Like parents tell the kids what to do. They're supposed to obey. We do that against even our own desire sometimes because we know we are supposed to obey. We're under authority. But there's times where we are the authority, but we're also supposed to serve. And we do that because of honor. See, because of the shed blood of Christ, we are now the authority on the earth. But because of the shed blood of Christ, we are the authority because we are under his authority. This keeps us in that place of humility. We maintain our humility and remember that we are still under authority as we are being the authority. Does that make sense? We are under his authority, but we have been empowered to be an authority. See, uh, 1 Peter 2, 9-10 through 10 endorses our authority. Let's see where it, how it endorses our authority. It says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. That's us. These, this is us. This is the saved group of people. These are the believers and the sons of God. This is us. We are all that, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This endorses our authority. This is this says we are under Christ, we are in Christ, and now we are uh, ruling and reigning with him. But 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17 shows us how to enforce our authority. There's a, there's, it's great that we've been endorsed, but now uh, Peter's going to tell us how to uh, we enforce our authority. 
I know you're excited about that. I know you want to know, how do we enforce our authority? <laughs> it's not what we think. See, verse 13 says, Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority, or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praises of those who do right. For such is the will of God, that by doing right, you silence the ignorance of foolish people. Act as free people, and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond servants of God. Honor all people, not just some, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, Honor the king. That sounds a little difficult to me. (laughs) Submitting myself uh, to every human institution in a kingdom of darkness doesn't sound like ruling or reigning. But we have to remember, first we're servants of God, and then we rule and reign. I am not saying that we just have to comply with everything that gets thrown at us. I am saying that we are to maintain a position of honor. See, we enforce our authority when we honor all people. We enforce our authority when we love the brotherhood. We enforce our authority when we fear God. And we enforce our authority when we honor kings, those in, in charge of us. So what is honor and where do we start? Where does it start? I asked the worship team uh, Thursday. I said, what is honor? What do you think is honor? They didn't, you know, they they got a little bit of a head start on it. I I left them a little message saying, hey, if you come tonight, we're going to, I'm going to have you tell me what honor is. So here's a list. They said, doing right when no one else is watching, right? Putting others above yourself. I thought they did a pretty good job with all this too. So, honesty, respect, character, good character, <laughs> humility, deference, where we defer to one another, and reverence. And Google, Google says that, that, uh, that honor is high respect, great esteem, and brings credit. Now, the fifth commandment specifically reads this way in Exodus 20, 12. It says, honor your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged on, on the land which the Lord God has gives you. Gives you. And I know we already read um, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, but I'm going to read it again. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. So that, it may go, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Now, there's some practical applications there. I don't know how it works at your house, but uh, if you want to have a long life, you want to listen to what mom says. <laughs> I, don't know. Does it, I don't know if that works the way you want. Like dads can kind of try to enforce the rules, right? But when mom lays down the law, 
like you're you're gonna follow it or your life might not be that long. <laughs> um, but what I see here, like I said, is a progression to ruling and reigning as one who is under authority and one who gives authority. So obey. Because you are under authority and obey as the authority. So in this verse, when it says obey, let's go back to that verse. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. He is asking you to, for children to obey as if, you are, as if they are the Lord. Like that they are the, the authority. They are authority as if God is authority. To, that, that's the position that we take for parents over children. Like that's what we're trying to teach our children to respect authority and to honor authority. And so their word is as good as God's. And the next thing it says is honor. And here's where we can try to clarify and get to a definition. So honor in the Old Testament. So when it said honor your father and mother in the Old Testament, it's the same word as that they would use for glory. It's a weightiness. It's, a, it's the kabod. And so instead of saying glory, they're saying honor. Because honor is a weight that you place and almost like a value, because that's in the New Testament. When we get to the New Testament, that's what it says, I value. So as a child, you, you, you obey because you're told to do something. But as you grow and you start to honor, you honor because the value becomes yours. It transfers, it changes. It's now I'm valuing. It's, it's like... I don't have to obey what you tell me to do, but all of a sudden now I have this value for what you have said, what you are saying, and I have a value for you personally, and so now I honor. The New Testament definition of honor is properly to assign value as it reflects the personal esteem attached to it by the beholder. Honor shows how much you really care about what somebody's saying, how much you really want to listen. And sometimes you, don't, you might not even know if it's necessary. that you, you're not, It's not about agreement, but the best, one, of the, one of the best illustrations I have about honoring has to do with my dog. <laughs> my dog is a pointer, and I think you've heard this story before a little bit. But pointers instinctively are bred to honor one another, right? And so I had, for a while, I had the older dog, and he's no longer with us, but I had the younger dog. And the older dog was old enough that, and was getting kind of sick a little bit. Uh, and so he'd just be like, sometimes he'd just freeze up in the yard. And that's what pointers do when they get on scent of like a bird. They, they freeze up. Right? And so I'd watch this little pup come running out the back door, and the big dog is st standing there, kind of just froze up on nothing, right? just kind of hanging out. And the, and, the, and the little pup comes running out, and she puts her head up, and she stops. And she freezes up herself. 
It's because she thinks that he is pointing something that she can't see. She is honoring. She's not on the scent. She doesn't know. She's honoring. It's, even, in, even in the hunting it's, world, it's called honoring. That's what they call it. And then what really gets confusing is when, if that happens in, out in the real world, or I guess, I, like, I haven't seen this happen, but I have a friend, his pointers, he has working together. One, one of them will, like, look over an edge or something and stop that way. The other one sees it stop. It goes on point. The one that's looking over the edge turns around and looks at the other one, and it goes on point. Now they're both pointing nothing. Because <laughs> they're both honoring each other. They're both honoring each other. And honor within us sometimes is us trusting the faith of others that we can't see. You know, somebody could be having a really great experience in worship and you could be going, ah, it's just not me. But you know, when those dogs honor each other is they both get the benefit of what comes up. And I I even honor my own dogs because... I've been burned so many times by not trusting their point. I think, there's no way there's a bird there. There's no way anything. And, and I'll like, like, come on, I want you to go with my way. And they, they don't want to go. They know there's something actually there, and I, and I miss out on opportunity. So the, the dogs could be 200 yards away, and if it goes on point, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go check it out because it's paid off in the past, and I trust their nose. I trust that she's smelling something that I can't see. She's a lot smarter than me when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, and here in the kingdom, and even, even sometimes out in the world, people will get onto something and you'll just be like, I, I don't know. But people need to be heard and the people need to be listened. And, and amongst us, even in when God moves, there's times where, where we may not have the feeling that God's doing anything. Sorry, my feeler's not working this morning. My Holy Spirit presence thing's not going off, but yours is. And you can, you can walk away from it and say, yeah. And you might miss out on a Jesus moving through the room. You might just see a person and you might say, you know what? I'm going to try to tap into that a little bit. I'm going to trust where they're going. Honoring starts at a young age. Obedience starts before, but honor can come into it to make it a normal practice at older age. There's a reason God says children obey your parents. It's not just to make them good. There's a practice for the future. And it's a practice that we may need as people to realign ourselves as as fully aged people because sometimes it doesn't feel good today to honor people around us that we don't agree with. I'm not saying you have to agree with them. But see, honor and love, in my mind, are really close. Really close. And I don't know if I'll do a good job of this or not, but honor and love are really, good, really, really close to me. It says uh, we're supposed to honor all people. And it says we're supposed to love the brotherhood. My conclusion is that honor gives a grace to live in this world with all people. And that love gives a grace for us to live with our brothers and sisters in all eternity. They're really close. I'm not saying we're not supposed to love all, all people either. 
Not, that's not what I'm saying. I think we're supposed to try, to try to try to love people as best as we can, but honor comes best in the listening. Honor can be found in listen. Just stop and listen for a little bit. I want to be able to rule and reign today the way Christ ruled and reigned yesterday while he was on this earth. Like, I, I don't believe that all of us are ever going to be in charge of the entire world until Jesus actually comes back. I think the kingdom of God is... Uh, like a mustard seed, and I think it's going to keep expanding. I think it can keep expanding more than we think it can keep expanding. I think God can save a lot more people than we believe he can save people from right now. We, we may have to put our, a different lens on. But I don't know like, if Christians will ever be at the top of the pile. Like, like that we're going to be administrating the entire world. I, I, that's, not, that's not necessarily how I believe, but I do believe the kingdom of God will keep advancing and keep growing and that righteousness, peace, and joy can get into dark places. And when you see the light shining in dark places, what happens? Darkness flees. You see things scattering. You might see things that you've never seen before. And, and I, like, I don't know if I said this last week but or a few weeks ago, but... I heard, I heard a preacher say, the devil's doing obvious things not because it's his best card, it's his last card. Like the more obvious it gets to what he's doing, the more blatant he gets, the more desperate Satan is becoming. And when you shine light in dark places and you shine light into places where there are cockroaches, they scramble. And so as people, as we navigate knowing that we are going to win... So the reason, the reason we have a hard time honoring and disagreeing with everybody is because we forget that we're winners. And we don't have to be scared. I think we're just mostly scared about uncertainty of the future, but we know the future. We know that Jesus is going to come back for a bride. We know that he's, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess someday. We know that. And so... This morning, as you know, this is a tip of an iceberg that I can't say I have mastered at all. But if you're looking for a pathway to embrace God's promise of ruling and reigning with Him, and if your past obedience move into honor, how can we honor each other? How can we honor our fellow man? And I just want to encourage you this morning to be good listeners. Be good listeners. Like, take a value that you see that comes out of obedience and make it your own. Make it your own value. And then just be that. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about Awakened Church, please visit our website awakenmac.com that's a-w-a-k-e-n-m-a-c dot c-o-m